Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at T-Mobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. This is the lunch rush at your local deli. Orders are flying in. Online, on the phone, and in person. Order for Nick. So is it possible that fast internet could help your business outrun the rush? It is with Comcast Business. Powering your connected devices with gig speed Wi-Fi and fast downloads and uploads. With Comcast Business, next level speed isn't just possible, it's happening. Comcast Business. Powering possibilities. Requires gigabit internet and compatible router. Actual speeds vary. What's out there is unknown. So at UC San Diego... Out we go, because to take on the challenges of the here and now, you got to get your feet wet, your eyes open, and your mind out there, way out there, turning the unknown into cures, culture, and connections with each step forward. So pack a bag, a notebook, and some sandals, and get ready to look far and think further. UC San Diego. Learn more at ucsd.edu. Today on NFL Fantasy Live, Sunday was a fun day in fantasy if you own Mike Evans or Jamal Charles. Two touchdowns apiece made them two of Week 11's top performers. We'll break down their big days and the rest of Sunday's best as well. Plus playoffs? Playoffs? Yeah, we're talking about playoffs and the players you need to add to make a push towards the fantasy postseason. And Patriots running back Jonas Gray had a fantasy performance for the ages. Is he a must-add in fantasy or is he a one-hit wonder? All that and more as NFL Fantasy Live starts now. NFL Fantasy Live, the official fantasy football show of the National Football League. I'm James Coe. He is the Hall of Famer, Michael Fabiano. And we're going to get everything started. But, of course, we will hear from Adam Rank, Akbar, Baja Biamila, and Molly Karam in just a moment as well. But if you went to bed without checking the Sunday night football score, you might want to double check if your opponent didn't start Jonas Gray. Gray, my goodness, fifth, I guess, on the depth chart, a practice squad player. But, man. He came out of nowhere and absolutely crushed it. Well, we overlooked him because we talked about Shane Vereen being a nice play because the Colts really struggle against the run. But it was Bill Belichick's game plan, clearly, to run the ball, not with Vereen, right. but with Gray. And now he's going to be one of the hottest pickups off the waiver wire. And what's going to happen next week, James? Bellatrix? Exactly. <laughs> but for those who started him or have them on, the, on their roster... Right now is a good time to have him. Clearly. 199 yards and four touchdowns. I mean, I, I can't make sense of it all. I absolutely can't make sense of it all. Do you think he's a good one-hit wonder, though? 
I, he's not going to have 199 four touchdowns <laughs> well, again anytime yes, soon. But I, I think what you're going to see <laughs> right. is inconsistency. That's what you see from these Belichick running backs. One week they're very good. The next week they're not in the game plan. The following week they're back. That's why it's real tough to trust any of these Patriots backs. There's a lot of injury news that we're going to have there as well. We'll have much more of Sunday's top performers in a full Week 11 injury report just ahead. But first, let's get you set with everything you need to know about the Steelers and Titans on Monday Night Football. James, thank you. Two teams on opposite ends of the fantasy spectrum when we close out Week 11 here in Nashville. The Steelers, with all their depth, taking on the Titans, who are just about as removed from the fantasy conversation as you can get. So we will start with Pittsburgh. Adam, are we going to see the six-touchdown Big Ben or the one who threw two interceptions against Gangrene? How about some place right in between? Okay. Okay. I like this matchup for Ben Roethlisberger, and I like him as a start this week. But again, he's not going to throw six touchdowns. He's not going to throw a ton of interceptions. But he no, he's been very good. Look, he's had at least 300 passing yards in three consecutive games. So I look for him to get that number once again, make it four in a row. Two touchdowns, two passing touchdowns seems very doable for me. One to Antonio Brown, one to Martavis Bryant. I feel that's a pretty good game. And then you know what? He's right there in between that 15 to 20 point mark, which is about where he should be. So how many touchdowns again? At least two. And he said one from Martavis Bryant. Are you you on board with that? I'm on board with that, but I'm going to actually just one up Adam Rank here. I'm going to go. Not not with your mustache. (laughs) Um. All right, I'm going to go three touchdowns, maybe four for Ben Roethlisberger, and that's going to be two for Martavis Bryant. They're going to spend a lot of attention on Antonio Brown. And if you play off on this guy, on Martavis Bryant, it's it's lights out. And I don't think the Titans have the personnel or the defensive pressure up front to stop Ben Roethlisberger from finding Martavis Bryant on the deep balls. He's a deep throw. We know he's got arm talent. He's going to find Martavis Bryant on two touchdowns. Big game for for Martavis. And the thing about Le'Veon Bell, guys, is he's so good in terms of, forget the yards, catching the ball as well. 55 catches, setting a franchise record for running backs there in a season. It's just nine games in. Right, and I really like this matchup for him this week. The one complaint we would have about him, which is a mild complaint, is that he doesn't score enough touchdowns. Thankfully, he's got the Titans tonight who have allowed 12 touchdowns this season, which is the third most in the NFL, and they've actually allowed the third most fantasy points, or excuse me, the third most touchdowns to fantasy running backs over the last month. So I kind of like this. I really do like this matchup. And if you've been a little bit bummed about Le'Veon Bell, he'll be good for you this week. Yeah, well, taking a look here, we have our projections, and we're optimistic. It's looking good. How do you You have less points than me, Akbar? You were were outdoing me? You were one-upping me? Yeah, well, boy, I mean, I I like that you have more for for, uh, Ben Roethlisberger. I I feel ashamed. I should should bring my numbers up, too. Okay, yeah. Fix that. Yeah, I but you guys, you guys are pretty pretty similar for the most part there. So we're high we're on pretty the, close. Yeah. On, right in that range. Yeah. We're high on these steel city guys. Well, he guys convinced have... me. That's why I gave him that extra touchdown. That's why I pushed it up to 22. It was 22.01. You need I don't to know. be more firm. A... Don't let this guy push you around. <laughs> All right, Akbar. Delaney Walker has been the best Titan in fantasy this season, but he's questionable tonight going into this game. He has a concussion in Week 10. What do you think he'll do if he does get the chance to play? Well, that's going to be tricky. I don't think you're going to get much production out of Delaney Walker, especially when you think about the quarterback, Zach Mettenberger, going up against uh, Dick LeBeau's Mm -hmm. defense. 
typically young quarterbacks, rookie quarterbacks, they don't do well. We've only seen two in, in the last little bit here. Uh, we've seen Andy Dalton, Eli Manning do well against them, throw just one touchdown. I'm saying Dick LeBeau is going to bring a lot of confusion. By that, I mean a lot of different looks, make him look other, other places. But the one guy who's going to probably be interesting here, if he doesn't go, I think we look at Chase Kaufman. Chase of Kaufman course. is a guy that could come into play here. Okay, that could be an interesting name, too. Uh, I'm sure he's available. All right, let's talk about Bishop Sankey, though. Coach Ken Wisenhunt blamed his lack of production on the O-line. So this week, can we expect more? I still don't expect a lot out of Bishop Sankey this week. I don't like this matchup, and if you've got to go with them on Monday night, I apologize to you because the news isn't that great. The one thing that really stands out to me, he's just not getting in the end zone. He hasn't scored a touchdown in his last five games. He's not getting a lot of yards to go with it. And the Steelers have been pretty good against the run over the last couple of weeks. Really stepped up their game because the Steelers struggled against the run earlier but have really started to dominate teams. And if they get in a situation where they have to throw the ball a lot, well, that'll help them out a little bit because as you see right there, he can catch the ball out of the backfield. But you're asking an awful lot. And, you know, I honestly don't think that the problem with the Titans is that offensive line. I, I feel Ken Wisenhunt is just Yeah, I, I disagree with that. All right. Maybe just a flex play if you're really desperate. Yeah, I mean, you'd have to be. All right. Kendall Wright, Akbar, he got some points in garbage time last week. Well, yeah, he did. And I think that when you look at Kendall Wright last year, we all thought in his sophomore year, boom, this was going to be good coming in into this now, his junior year, mm-hmm. third year in the league. We thought we are going to see more out of Kendall Wright. And I feel sorry for Kendall Wright. He's gone through a couple of different quarterbacks now. We've seen Jake Locker. He's seen Charlie Whitehurst. Yeah, that's now hard. he's seeing that's Zach McBurn. That's hard to get your yeah. chemistry, get your groove going. So I don't think he gets his groove during this game against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Dick LeBeau's defense is just going to bring a lot of pressure and it's going to confuse the young quarterback to, for him to be able to get enough production. It's not happening for yeah, Kendall he's Wright. He's not Stella. No, no, he's not Stella. <laughs> <laughs> right. She got her group back. You see what I did there? Just a second later there, Adam Rank. All right, so clearly, as I we talked about. Got <laughs> you eventually got That's all okay. that matters. The Steelers, much more fantasy impact on that side of this matchup than uh, what we can expect here from Tennessee. Yeah, sure. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, 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 for, for, for sure. Yeah. And 8.5 for Sankey, I feel, is pretty fair, given the no, uh, his so ability as a receiver. Listen, look what I got for uh, Ben Tate yesterday. Yeah, really. One point, uh, I don't know. But All right, that's our Monday night preview for West. week 11. Be sure to check out NFL Fantasy Live again tonight after Monday Night Football, where we'll break down all the highlights from the Steelers and Titans, plus any breaking fantasy news. Now we send it back to James and Fabs to update you on Sunday's injuries. Guys. All right, we'll get to the rest of the injuries in a moment. Let's take a look at all of the injuries from Week 11. Phil Rivers uh, took a vicious shot. Uh, his uh, tight end, Antonio Gates, indicates that he may be playing with some severely sore ribs. And Monte Ball re-aggravated his injury there. But uh, And you take a look at, the, at this list here. A lot of big names. A lot of big names uh, out there. Dwayne Allen, Julius Thomas as well. Uh, actually, two tight ends that I actually have on my NFL Fantasy Live roster. How's that possible? I don't get it. <laughs> All right, but we're going to start with the Saints wideout Brandon Cooks. Ian Rappaport reports Cooks has a broken thumb and is out approximately four weeks. Phillip Rivers is reportedly playing through some severe rib pain as well. And the rest of Sunday's injuries, we're talking about Broncos running back Monte Ball. The uh, re-aggravated that growing injury uh, that kept him out of the previous six games early in the first half. Did not return. He looked very frustrated. Still owned it. 83% of NFL.com leagues. Is it time to cut Monte Ball, though? If you're in a smaller league, certainly. 10 or 12 leagues, uh, team leagues, that's absolutely a move that you can make. 
and pick up C.J. Anderson, who is available on the waiver wire in a lot of leagues right now. I think we can put the bust label on Monte Ball, and I was behind him too, and he just didn't get it done. Jawan Thompson, is that an interesting name? Deeper leagues. Yes. You never know in Denver, but right now it looks like C.J. Anderson's the well, guy. Hey, we saw Jonas Gray just explode, so you never know. All yeah. right, more injury news for the Broncos. Wide receiver Emmanuel Sanders suffered a concussion uh, Sunday against the Rams. He took, I mean, It was a vicious hit. A monster shot. It looked like a legal hit, but I tell you what, man, he got absolutely Whoa. laid out. Wow. A concussion uh, for Emmanuel Sanders, who's a friend of the show, but so we are hoping for a speedy recovery uh, from him, but for fantasy owners, who's the next man up in terms of targets from Peyton Manning? Well, you would think it's Wes Welker, but once Sanders got hurt, that offense was it worse. Sputtered. It, it really did sputter. And then you had Julius Thomas that mm-hmm. didn't play, so that's part of the reason why Peyton Manning's numbers were not good yesterday in that game. Didn't even score 15 fantasy points, so surprising. hold on to Wes Welker for now, because if Sanders misses time, well... He could be the next guy in line. And it could be that Demarius Thomas just eats up all those targets as well. All right, Colts running back. Ahmad Bradshaw may have broken an ankle, according to Ian Rappaport. He's been one of the most productive backs in fantasy, especially in PPR leagues. A top 10 guy there. Can Trent Richardson come close to producing the type of numbers Bradshaw has put up thus far? No, he can't. No. Sadly, um, you can't be uh, really surprised with this. Ahmad Bradshaw has dealt with injuries his entire career, Mm -hmm. and now if he's out for the rest of the season, they have nothing in that backfield but Richardson. But he was in this position last year, and James, he failed big time. So I would actually try and sell high on Richardson right now, convince someone, hey, he's their lead back, he's got value. I just don't see him doing much. As Fabs would say, if you're not trading, you're not trying. All right, another injury for the Colts. Uh, tight end Dwayne Allen suffered a low ankle sprain against the Pats. Not considered to be severe, but it is possible he could miss some time. Uh, this, again, according to Ian Rappaport. With all the other waiver wire priorities out there, is it you know, too early, early to be looking at Kobe Fleener? Certainly not. No, yeah. look what he did last Huge night. Huge game. So if Allen misses time, Fleener becomes a hot name on the waiver wire. No question. All right, there you go. Coming up, we're breaking down all of Sunday's top performers. Our experts are standing by to reveal what you can take away from Week 11's Fantasy Leaders as NFL Fantasy Live continues. Hey, everybody. Molly Karam here alongside Michael Fabiano and Adam Rankin. On Sunday, we had some ridiculous fantasy performances, some very surprising ones. So let's get into it. Sunday's top fantasy performers for Week 11. Jonas Gray, who called it? Adam Rank, you did have him in two leagues. I'll give you props for that. Thank you. And uh, the rookie, Mike Evans, having another nice game. Aaron Rodgers, what he did to that Eagles team. And uh, let's get into it right now. Let's begin with Jonas Gray. He is not a Jonas brother, Adam. (laughs) Four TDs, 43.9 fantasy points, most in the NFL. Absolutely. And Jonas Gray, the thing it all comes back to is Bill Belichick. He's not an NFL coach. He's a Decepticon. We never know quite what he's thinking. It all depends on how he's going to attack this team. We thought maybe Shane Vereen was going to be a little bit more involved because he's their number one guy in the passing game. But Jonas Gray is their pounder between the tackles, as you see right there, making a great run. And it's going to be tough to trust him going forward because you just never know. But he's still somebody to have on your roster. So worth taking a look at. Yeah, Belichick always has a new wrinkle. So watch this week. He's only going to have a few yards. All right, Fabs, Jamal Charles, he really lit it up. He always had solid games. but This was an exceptional one, 27.8 points. 22 touches in the game, almost 180 scrimmage yards, a couple of touchdowns. He's back to being the Jamal Charles that we all know and love from last year. He has now scored 14-plus fantasy points in five straight games. 
And guess what? He gets to play the Raiders on Thursday Night oh. Football right here on NFL Network. So I'm expecting Charles to shine again. Mm, yeah, it was awesome. Matt Money Smith had him, and uh, I was going against him. Not too <laughs> happy. Mike Evans, the rookie, facing the Redskins. He got 32.9 points. He has been solid at him. Yeah, he's been on fire. He's had at least 100 receiving yards in three consecutive games to match Randy Moss, who did it as a rookie back in 1998 to some pretty heavy company, and he's somebody who you can trust going forward. He's now got a pretty good rapport with Josh McCown, so I really like this matchup. He's a guy that I really liked back at college. Used to get up early, well, it's early on the West Coast, uh -huh. to watch those Texas A&M games, and Johnny Manziel did pretty much the same thing. Throw the ball up, let your big, talented receiver go up and get it, and that's exactly what they're doing. And he's been very consistent of late. Andy Dalton, I watched him rack up the points on my bench yesterday, Fabs, against that Saints defense. Raise your hand if you started Andy Dalton and had confidence in him yesterday. Hands down. No one's raising their hands. I know we're running B-roll right now, but after what he did or didn't do against the Browns, giving you negative fantasy points, no one was touching Andy Dalton with a 10-foot pole. And what does he do? Three touchdowns, 22 fantasy points. This is once again the case of the fantasy gods being very That's cool how he to started us. the year, though. He started with big numbers. He's unbelievably inconsistent. That's the problem. Yeah, and that's an issue. Speaking of inconsistent, we knew Jay Cutler was due for a big day because oh, yeah. he'd just been awful, and that's what happened. I still like him as a matchup-based starter going forward for the rest of the season, but there are a few things that concern me. Now, that was a pretty good play right there. If you watch, he extends the play. He gets out of the pocket, and then it's not the best thrown ball in the world, but you know what? He gets the job done. There was one mistake throw that he did make on an interception that he threw at Martellus Bennett mm -hmm. that just was classic Jay Cutler just not getting his feet set and just throwing the ball up there, which is fine when it's Brandon Marshall, when it's Alshon Jeffrey. Martellus Bennett stopped doing that. Yeah, it's a different story. Still the second most fantasy points among quarterbacks. Eddie Lacy having a nice game torching the Eagles. Over 23 fantasy points against a very bad Philadelphia Eagles run defense. Actually, their whole defense has been awful this year. And he has now scored 17-plus fantasy points in three straight games. Remember earlier this year, everyone was freaking out about Eddie Lacy. He's not producing. Should I trade him? Should I drop him? No. Ride with him, and yep. right now he is paying dividends. He plays the Vikings in Week 12. That, my friends, is a cupcake matchup. Yeah, till the wheels fall off, my friends. All right, this is where you guys get to brush your shoulders off, okay? Because uh -oh. each week we look back at the picks these guys got right while making their appearances on our new video service, NFL Now. Check that out. And they explain how they got it right. I call it winning. Let's start with Michael Fabiano and his prediction about the Bengals' breakout rookie, Jeremy Hill. Take a listen. Hey, fantasy fans, welcome to NFL Now. I'm Michael Fabiano, and our fantasy spotlight is on Jeremy Hill. Now, Giovanni Bernard is expected to miss week 11 due to injury, which means Jeremy Hill is going to be the guy against the New Orleans Saints, and I think he could put up top 10 numbers. I'm talking about 15 or more fantasy points in this contest. So if you have Hill on your roster, start him against the Saints. This one here to me was a no-brainer. When I heard that Giovanni Bernard was not going to play in this game, mm -hmm. Jeremy Hill became a must start. Yeah. He is such a terrific player. If he was on any other team but the Bengals for the course of the season, he would have been drafted very early. He's not in a featured role when Gio is there, but when Gio is out, this guy is as good as it gets from a rookie running back perspective. So as long as Gio's not playing, Jeremy Hill needs to be in your starting lineup. And look at these numbers, Molly. I know. For perspective's sake here, look at the company he's in. 361 yeah, yards over Gray the last there. three weeks. Yeah, just oh, forget oh, Jonas no, Gray. No, no, You're killing my point with that. But Jamal Sorry. Charles, Marshawn Lynch, Mark Ingram, he's amongst the best. 
And he's got another good matchup coming up this week. So if he's on your team, as I mentioned, you've got to start him. Yeah, as long as there's no Geo. All right, Adam, you also made a good Don't call at NFL so Now this week. No, I'm not surprised. Inside <laughs> the danger zone. I have some deep sleepers who can help you win your fantasy matchup. But to get them, you're going to need to step into the danger zone. And we will go down to Tampa Bay and quarterback Josh McCown. No, I'm absolutely serious about this. McCown has found the formula that made him so successful in Chicago. And that formula is to step back and heave it up to your talented and tall receivers. So while the matchup against Washington is favorable, realize when you play McCown this week, you have stepped squarely into the danger zone. That's all I want Josh McCown to do. Work smarter, not harder. And what he does best is throw it up, let him go there. Let Mike Evans do all the work for you. Let Vincent Jackson do all the work for you. It doesn't have to be that difficult. So Josh McCown is somebody that I like going forward. And you know what? Like Jay Cutler, he's going to be another one of those matchup-based quarterbacks. And here we are. This is very similar. Mike Evans. See, they, 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 have the, they have the height advantage. Evans and Jackson are actually taller. Is this than an Jeff NBA roster? No, no, no. This is a receiver roster. And it's no coincidence that Josh this. McCown has done very well mm-hmm. with these type of receivers. Who couldn't? Well, yeah. maybe. And oh, by those the way, those two teams play each other this week. That's going to be like oh, a basketball a game good, out there. Right? Big boys. Stretching the field there. And Josh McCown owning just 2.2% of leagues in the danger zone. Good stuff, guys. To see these guys make their picks, check out Michael Fabiano every a day, every day on NFL Now and Adam Rank's Danger Zone picks every Thursday on all your connected devices. Coming up, it's our weekly recap of the big-name players who let us down on Sunday. Week 11's edition of Fantasy Disappointments is just ahead. And if you're growing tired of seeing your players appear on that list week after week, perhaps it's time to move on. We'll let you know who to drop on the other side of the break. All right, welcome back to NFL Fantasy Live. Let's get you caught up on Sunday night's affair between the Patriots and the Colts. Tom Brady, Andrew Luck, two of the best in the game from the quarterback position. All right, second quarter, Andrew Luck, two, the self-glossed best receiver in the game. Hockey Knicks, 10-yard touchdown. Oh, my son, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, it's 14 to 10. All right, fourth quarter, we fast forward. How about this guy, Jonas Gritt, one of the Jonas brothers. Jumping in there for a one-yard score. There were four of them. Fourth touchdown. The guy ran for almost 200 yards. It's unbelievable. Jonas, bro. I like it. And barely anybody started him. And then Tom Brady later in the fourth to Rob Gronkowski. This is like Rob Gronkowski things. Get in the end zone, big man. 26-yard touchdown score. I'm a man. As the Pats. Go on to win 42 to 20. This was a debacle. Let it me was. just say one thing here. Go ahead. We talk about matchups. Yes. Yeah. Revis was on Reggie Wayne all night long. Yeah, so he was. keep in mind that when a number one cornerback is playing a team, he doesn't necessarily going to be against their number one weapon in the passing game. But Reggie Wayne still produced nine points for him. All right, that was. Uh, it's time now for Dream Your Lineup presented by Head and Shoulders. Each week we comb through NFL.com's fantasy genius tool to find questions asked by real fans looking to groom their lineups. If you've got a question for us, go to NFL.com slash genius. Our first question uh, directed to you, Fabs. Mm-hmm. Who should I add? Rams wideout Kenny Britt, who had a monster night against the Broncos, or the Browns' Josh Gordon, Ooh. who was officially reinstated today, eligible to return Sunday. But keep this in mind, Fabs. He's only been lifting weights. He hasn't been practicing at all. 
let me see. So a guy who had one good game in his last three weeks or the guy who was the number one wide receiver in fantasy football last year. Of course it's Josh Gordon. <laughs> the fact that he's still a free agent in over okay. 50% of NFL.com leagues is criminal at this point. Look at the plays that Josh Gordon can make here, and the Browns lack that playmaker. If he's available in your league right now, I implore you. In fact, I beg you, mm. pick him up off the waiver wire because he can make an impact. I would start him wow. in week 12 against Atlanta. No wow. doubt about it. That's a bold call. I would not do that. I wouldn't go so far, but I, I agree with you. He's the appropriate guy for sure. Akbar, which struggling wideout would you drop to make room for Gordon? Wes Welker or the invulnerable Marquise Colston. Well, you know, this is an interesting question because you've got both wide receivers who were big names last year but haven't been very productive this year. You've got two guys who have really elite quarterbacks. Uh, that's a heavy one that you weigh out. But I look at the circumstance with, of course, Wes Welker and Emmanuel Sanders. Emmanuel Sanders, we're unsure what his condition is right now. So I'm going to lean towards keeping Wes Welker and dropping Marcus Colston. I mean, we just haven't seen the production there. I think the younger guys have really taken a lot of steam away from Marcus Colston. You think about what Kenny, excuse me, uh, Kenny Steele has done. You think sure. about Brandon Cooks. Brandon Cooks, now, you know, there's an injury on that side as well. So I- I'm going to go with the guy that had the better relationship with the better quarterback in this situation and that's Peyton Manning so Marcus Colson's got a long way to go up uh, to get to that that number one rank that he used to be but he's no longer that number one wide receiver hey fabs let's turn to the running back situation which backup is the better at Houston's Alfred Blue or Denver's CJ Anderson well when I talked to Ian Rappaport yesterday he told me that Arian Foster was only going to miss one week so that means CJ Anderson is a very good pickup because Ronnie Hillman, Mm -hmm. he could miss several more weeks. We're talking about maybe the rest of the regular season. And, oh, by the way, Monte Ball, groin injury flared up on him again yesterday, which means C.J. Anderson is the only healthy running back they have this side of Juwan Thompson. So he is a big pickup for fantasy owners. In fact, I would rather have him than Jonas Gray. Whoa, hello. I like it. I uh, I think you mentioned it, too. Juwan Thompson, actually, an interesting ad as well. All right, Akbar, last but not least, who should I drop, Jarek McKinnon or D'Angelo Williams? I'm going to go straight to it. You're dropping D'Angelo Williams. Mm -hmm. I mean, D'Angelo Williams hasn't done anything, really, when you think about the production of this team. This team is really struggling, and this is the NFC South right now, and you you would think that somebody could probably step up, but you look at his production just in this game, 11 carries, 38 yards. He gave 3.8 fantasy points. That's not good enough. That's not good enough for anybody. Jarek McKinney has a lot more upside. I think he's got more uh, uh, ability to do some things on the outside, but I think he's plateaued. Hmm. He's he's what we've we've already seen the best of D'Angelo Williams, and it's over. All right, there you go. All right, and that was Groom Your Lineup presented by Head and Shoulders, but still to come. Sunday brought us a winter storm that dumped six to eight inches of that helps no one on Fantasyland. Adam Rank's list of Week 11's least helpful touchdowns is just ahead. Plus, even more of Sunday's top performers, including a couple of receivers that many had forgotten all about this year. We're walking in a winter wonderland of touchdowns when we return. Christmas over. Coming up, the quarterback position has been turned on its head this season. But what does it all mean for your fantasy team? We're breaking down what the late-season QB changes mean for fantasy players. And J.J. Watt scores his second offensive touchdown of the year. He has more than Andre Johnson. And again, that helps no one. Can any other touchdown keep Watt from a second appearance on our Wall of Fame? 
Plus, you trusted them with a valuable roster spot, and in return, they gave you nada. We'll tell you which of Week 11's disappointments are due to rebound next when NFL Fantasy Live continues. What's up, everybody? Molly Karam, Michael Fabiano, and Akbar Bajbiamila here with you back on NFL Fantasy Live presented by Bose. And let's take another look at Sunday's top performers, okay. starting with the top ten. Hopefully you own some of these guys so you're not sick of seeing them. I don't them own Jonas Gray, but I know Adam Rank was pumping him up big time. Kudos yeah. to Adam Rank. I mean, that's his guy. Right? He's probably the only one that was owning him. Mike Evans doing it again. He had a solid performance there. Let's move right to the, the next few here. Andrew Luck. I was a little disappointed in that. He's my quarterback. I thought he could have did better, but hey. Life happens. Alshon Jeffrey, another nice game in there. But let's thank you for AJ Green, though. I mean, he finally yeah. gave me something. And how about Cam? Being happy for Cam uh, got it done too. But let's talk about Kenny Britt. A lot of people weren't expecting this. Owned in 1.2% of leagues, but he had a team-high seven targets Sunday against the Broncos. Yeah, only had four catches, but 128 yards and over 18 fantasy points. Maybe he's got a little something going on there with Sean Hill. He now has a receiving touchdown mm-hmm. in two of his last three games. He's available on the waiver wire in most leagues. I would say pick him up, but against the Chargers in Week 12, well, that is a tough matchup. Mm, they beat the Broncos. Still can't believe it. Akbar, Jordan Matthews, we heard him and uh, Mark Sanchez connect a couple times there in one's first score. Yeah, just a couple of times, just a couple of times, that's all. I mean, this guy's big time, prime time, show time, all time. He really is. I mean, we saw what he did at Vanderbilt, and I, it was no surprise to me that he's going to continue to come out with this production. Mark, Mark Sanchez, he loves him some Jordan Matthews, doesn't mm-hmm. he? I mean, when you put a lot, when the defense puts a lot of attention on stopping Jeremy Macklin, he has really stepped up to be that number two. He owns that number two wide receiver position. If you try to play off on him like the Green Bay Packers did, he's going to get, he's going to eat your defense up and he's going to give you fantasy points. You want to play him every single week. And how about Michael Floyd? He's been solid all year in reality, but in fantasy, his first career multi-TD game, and it was against the Lions. Yeah, this was a surprise to me. Now, Drew Stanton has started four games this year, Akbar. Yep. In three of those games, Michael Floyd has two or fewer receptions. Luckily, the two catches he had against the Lions were both for touchdowns. I still don't trust him as a regular fantasy starter, but if you are bold enough and clever enough to start him against Detroit, kudos, because he gave you a very solid stat line. And the chemistry is always real when you bring in a new uh, quarterback, and I think the new quarterback with Stanton Mm -hmm. makes it probably a little different from Michael Floyd, but I'm with you on that. you got to watch Floyd. Listen, I think Arizona can go all the way regardless of who's at the helm. They are pretty darn Aaron's got them boys playing right now. He's a fantastic coach, and he's like 62. All right, we can't stop talking about the top performers of Week 11 without discussing the biggest disappointments of the week. For that happy subject, we turn it over to Adam and James. Guys. Oh, the fantasy curmudgeons over here. The, <laughs> the bad guys, as I like to say. I think you're diesel there in this. You go. <laughs> no, I'd like to be Razor. Oh, you're Razor. I'm Razor and you're diesel in okay, this question. Okay, listen. Uh, Molly, we're playing the role of Debbie Downer this week. Rank, let's take a look at the 10 guys who are the biggest fantasy letdowns on Sunday. Pierre Garcon. I mean, I don't know how you keep him on the uh, roster at this point. Brutal. Uh, Vernon Davis still trying to recover from his injuries. Uh, obviously was a disappointment as well from a fantasy perspective. And one guy who's not on this list, Travis Kelsey. Who a lot of, you know, a lot That's of people true. are talking about the great matchup, and he didn't do anything. And then a trio of Detroit Lions there at the bottom as well. How about Deshaun Jackson? Oh. Now? This is a tough one because I recommended Deshaun Jackson all across the board, and then he came out and he did this. Four receptions not for good. 35 yards. Yeah. And I'm really... I'm really concerned about RG3. You know, I had a lot of high hopes. At one point, I had RG3 in my starting lineup in my league of record. Thankfully, James, you talked me out of that, and I got I put in Mark Sanchez, who was just a little bit better. But 
This Redskins offense is really just not looking no, good. The one touchdown, it was all Roy Hallou. It was all his doing. It was all him, his moving and shaking. And even design plays like this for Jackson didn't really seem to do much. So this is one, and this you couldn't have asked for a better matchup. True. So I'm, I'm fearful of these guys. All right, Jimmy Graham, uh, again, you think that he was going to have a nice night. He always has a nice game, but this game, he struggled. Just a strange game. You saw that yes, pass right there strange. behind him. I mean, if he doesn't have a connection, like, how is there not a connection with Drew? You guys have played together <laughs> for so long, and this whole thing, Makes you, no know, sense. you know, I, you know what? I, I blame that Saints fan who grabbed the touchdown from that Bengals Bad juju. I think that's what that's what hurt them. You know, right. that's what it comes up and it just karma. the karma just flows over the field and they just can't get things together. But again, this is Jimmy Graham, somebody gonna start each and every week. And if you've got an owner in your league who's a panicking Make a deal for him. And then how about this man, Matt Stafford? Oh uh, you know, here's the thing. Uh, Matt Stafford, for long stretches of game, he kind of reminds me of Jay Cutler. For long stretches oh. of the game, struggles, but then in the end, gets you a lot of fantasy points. He'll come up with a couple of plays here and there, but really, this was a great matchup again. The Cardinals have given up a lot of points to fantasy quarterbacks and receivers, but you know what? Sometimes when your quarterback is knocked out of the game, everybody else rises to the occasion. We certainly saw that from the Birds' defense this week. And so, again, I don't want to completely write off Stafford. No. But it's going to be tough to trust him, how even su- with great matchups. Speaking of, how surprised were you that Calvin Johnson didn't go off against one of the worst uh, you know, defenses in terms of giving up points to wide receivers? I would have expected a little bit more out of Megatron. But, you know, again, this, like I said, sometimes these defenses sure. like to rise up when the chips are down and all those cliches you want to throw out there. They know they got to make a great play. There you go. Still to come, did your best fantasy player have his fantasy points vultured by an absolute no-namer, a curtain jerker, if you will? You are not alone. Adam Rank will help you vent with this week's edition of That Helps No One. Plus, the fantasy trade deadline looms large at the end of the week. How can you take advantage? We've got your expert tips when NFL Fantasy Live rolls on. In the past two weeks, three new quarterbacks have been handed the keys to their team's offense. Josh McCown regained his starting spot last week against the Falcons, while Sean Hill and Ryan Mount were given the reins this week. Guys, a quarterback change usually impacts an entire offense, especially in terms of fantasy fabs. You said all last week that you were high on Josh McCown on Sunday. And he delivered. There you go. He's a smart yeah, man. You know what? The uh, blind squirrel, he finds a nut occasionally, okay. right? Every now and then. Yeah. It was a great matchup great for matchup. Josh McCown mm-hmm. last week. And he has looked good since he's come back. And I was not a fan of this guy. I thought he was a product of Mark Trestman's offense. But he's had a couple of good matchups. He's exploited both of them. And I said start him over Phillip Rivers in week 11. This coming week, I'd do the same thing. He's playing Chicago. It's a revenge game mm. at Soldier Field. So pick up Josh McCown. And starting Ryan Maladak, our Tom Brady's former backup, got the nod against Cleveland. Solid starting debut, but what does this mean in terms of fantasy? Well, I, I think in terms of fantasy, I don't know that Ryan Mallett is a guy that you're going to want to play every single week, but I will tell you this, that I was very impressed and I knew that this was going to happen for Ryan Mallett. He's in a system that he's familiar with because O'Brien, the marriage there from New England, so he understood the offense. 
Now, defensive coordinators didn't know what to expect, but this increases guys like DeAndre Hopkins and Andre Johnson. We know that Andre Johnson, he's going to continue to get more targets. He's the most targeted wide receiver there. You look for Andre Johnson's stock to go up. James, the Rams making a switch from Austin Davis to Sean Hill. Obviously, it was originally Sean Hill there. There were some turnover right. and fumbling issues, but Sean Hill, no such problem, and they beat the Broncos. You know, I tell you, what's old is new again. Sean Hill it comes into the Rams, and for me, it, he really has uh, embraced that role of being a, a nice game manager. He's looking for Kenny Britt deep, but that's only after they've pounded the rock with Trey Mason a lot. So for Sean Hill to come back in, I really like kind of an old-school feel to this Rams team. They run the ball, and they play good defense. What's can't say old school because, you know, old school really means the greatest show on turf. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> oh, That's yeah. what I think about when can't I think can, about old school. That's a very good point. <laughs> All right. For more on the quarterback changes and the players who will benefit most in our NFL Live Fantasy Extra segment, oh boy, check out again. NFL yeah. Now on all your connected devices or by downloading the app for free on your phone or tablet. Mediocre work by Mediocre? you guys. Just kidding. <laughs> Solid work. I was teasing them. Mediocre teasing them. But I wasn't going to read in the prompter. Wow. Solid work from you three gentlemen. But now it's time for my favorite part of the show as we hand it off to Adam Rank for a few players that help no one. Thank you very much. Solid work, Solid work Thank right you. there. That's right. Each week we take a look back at those unheard of guys who brought precious fantasy points from the guys we actually started on Sunday. It's a tearjerker for some tur- curtain jerkers in a segment we like to call... That Helps No One! To the video! And we go... I like that, Molly. That Here we bad. are in Cleveland, but our hearts will always course. be in Houston. Andre <laughs> Johnson campaigned for Ryan. Ma- I'm going to I'm gonna have to stop you right there, Molly. Because J.J. Watt split what? out wide just scores. How do you pick this guy so up? It sounds like a new song. Touchdown for what? Yeah. Come on, Aquaman. Uh, okay. Touchdown for what? No. It's the no. new hit single from DJ Snake, your touchdown, and little. That no. helps no one. Stay that was not horrible. horrible. Stay that was here. Tremendous. We couldn't forget about Dre. Same old G, you all know me, but I'm keeping it low key. What? It wasn't Dre. It was the double G. Oh, Gary two Grant. Two loaked up G's yeah. going crazy. Yeah, yeah. buddy. <laughs> now that's just Jerry. Oh, oh, sorry. How yeah. dare you? Well, I'll stop hating because our nation's capital, RG3. Dump off Freddie Morris going to the end. Wait, that guy's too skinny to be Freddie. Nope. It's Hello. Roy Hello. Wait a minute. Look I started here. Roy Hello in Look one of my leagues. Jay Gruden. <laughs> Stop it, you. Nobody cares. I can live with them giving away Freddie touch, but, Freddy's touchdown right near here. the goal. It's I, frozen, and I'm going to have to say, that, that helps no one. one. Chicago, Chicago. It's my kind of town. Chicago. Is that how it goes? Yeah. Let's see how it is. Wait a minute. I know him. Red Ellison. That's my boy. Yes. That's your boy. You know what? Actually, in all honesty, Akbar's playing in a league where you have to start at least one Kiwi, so it helped Akbar. But to the rest of us, that helps no one. St. Louis, where we watch, and we're like thinking to ourselves, hey, can you just get off the field so Peyton Manning can do his thing? No. And Sean Hill's like, yeah, okay, here it is. Kenny Britt heading to the touchdown, heading to the touchdown, heading to the end zone. Well, I said Kenny Britt, but I was thinking Kenny. Well, no. I was thinking that helps no one. You guys are, like, looking at me, by the way. Kansas City, Marshawn Lynch doing all the heavy lifting down to the one-yard line. So it is. He's in. in. How does he not get in? He's in. It's almost impossible for him to not get in. But don't worry. Here it is. We'll rectify. No. No. Tony. 
Tony Moyaki, the guy who Wait, all your friends thought uh, was still playing for the play Chiefs. Chiefs. I thought no, he still was he on actually, the Chiefs. No, no, no. He's playing for the Seahawks. I, and he's I actually you. started him. Oh. <laughs> well, outside of Molly, to everybody else, who else no New like Orleans. That, so I didn't start him. Nobody oh, is starting Andy Dalton, maybe? No. Jermaine Gresham, oh. any? Well, here no. we go. What you're about to see is very disturbing. You might want to turn away. This is the. What is. What is he doing? Oh, he snakes the ball. Wait a second, that's he's not cool. Oh, what is jerk not cool. move? You're what a terrible oh, person. Classic. He's a guy who oh, takes a penny and never oh, leaves a penny. No. He's a guy who gives out grapes at Halloween. He Classless. puts spoilers on Facebook. Oh, she gets the ball back. No, no, she, she got it. it. No, no, she no, got no, it. No, the Saints. The Saints. Oh, the Saints get it. Yeah. But to everybody else, yeah. that helps no one. What a All bad right. person he is. I like it. How about the rest of your that helps no one? I guess All-Stars, I guess, maybe. All-Stars, yeah. Jonas Gray. I, I don't know how many people started this guy. 0.3 people started Jonas Gray. Don't worry, Gray. Adam Rank had two points weeks. points for Jonas Gray. That's him. unbelievable. Hey, Taylor Gabriel. He's not Gabriel. a Jonas brother, in case oh, you didn't know. Danger Zone. 0.1% started. Nine fantasy points. That's not yeah, bad. Yeah, not bad. I'll tell oh, you. That gets a, that helps no one that yeah. stamped yeah. over it? That, that was mean. That helps no one. Now, remember, if you want to see your tweets featured on the show, use the hashtag, that helps no one, when you see a fantasy score that helps no one seeing it goes like that but right now we're going to be annoyed with me I just the award winner for the that helps no one player of the week from week 11 touchdown for what <laughs> yeah buddy people know oh, this dude he's the most athletic guy in the league Frank Summers, you need to step wow. your game so up, buddy, right if you're going to get up here on, and be the That Helps No One player of the year. Up, is he lined up? With, no. no. Okay, he's not no. okay. we've got more NFL Fantasy Live coming up, including four strategies you can use to help dominate your league before the trade deadline. Stick it's around. It's all about that face. About that face. Megan Trainer, you guys don't know my name? Of course I Welcome back to NFL Fantasy Live, presented by Bose. Guys, the trade deadline. In NFL.com Standard Leagues is this Friday, November 21st. We're going to be giving you our trade tips all week long here on the show. Fabs, if you had one piece of advice for the fantasy owners out there, though, hold on to the ball. What would it be other than holding on to the football? Hold the ball tightly when uh, Akbar is standing next to you. (laughs) And also, trade from strength. Uh, In the NFL Fantasy Live League now, I'm loaded at wide receiver. I have four studs, so I need help at tight end. Well, I'm, I'm not going to try to trade one of those wide receivers to James Coe or Molly Karam and improve my tight end position, and I'm still good at wide out. I like that. Uh, See, Adam, that's the problem. Nobody wants to trade with the champ. It's right. so lonely being me because nobody wants to make a trade with me. Nobody wants to help me Will out. Will you just give the people out there a trade tip? I would say don't make a panic deal. Don't trade just for the sake of trading. Actually, I could have made a bad trade a couple of weeks ago, but I was bailed out because the guy I was trying to trade with didn't make the deal, Mm. and it ended up working out in my favor. So, you you know what? Trust yourself. Trust your roster. You'll be fine. We see it a lot, too. Panic trades, man. Just just don't get panicked out there. Look at the Exactly. Stay calm calm and trust Akbar. Relax. Well, well, for me, you know, I just executed my first uh, trade here. Uh, uh, NFL. Standing with, up, yes, bro. thank yes. you very much. With Matt Money Smith. And what I did, I, I took a strategy where I didn't want to do a one for one trade. I try to stay right. away from that. Mm-hmm. I want to go a one for two or two for three. And in my case, I did a two for three. I ended up trading away Kelsey and Calvin Johnson, but I got four set. I got Golden Tate and I got Mortavis Bryant. And that week that I traded them, all it of them really got 15 out. plus or more points. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's the type of strategy that I want to employ because all of a sudden you start to attack 
weak areas in your roster, and clearly I've got a lot of weak spot in my area. <laughs> you got on my roster. Team, you know what? You do have. You know, you've been you've been struggling because of injuries. Calvin yeah. Johnson, AJ Green. So there you go. All so, right. For yeah. me, I'm going to say this: if you're out of it. If you're completely out of it, if you're sitting there at 1-9, and nine, I'm sorry, Akbar, trade oh. for a guy you like, especially if you're in a keeper league, just trade for a guy you like. Uh, if you're a fan of, let's say, I don't know, the Steelers, I'd trade the farm to get Le'Veon Bell. You know, if you're a fan of, uh, if you're a fan of uh, Calvin Johnson, trade right. the farm to go get Calvin Johnson. It's just fun to see these guys play. Me, personally, if, uh, if I'm out of it in one league, I'd be trying to trade for Aaron Rodgers. I'm going to trade my entire roster to go get Aaron Rodgers because, quite frankly, it's just fun to see these guys, and that's why we play fantasy. Who's your favorite yeah. team? Because maybe I got somebody for you. Oh, you stop it. I'm, <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm make competing well in NFL Fantasy Live. All right, as you may know, though, the pre- in this preseason, I said I would wear high heels on this very program oh if Texans wide receiver DeAndre Hopkins did not rack up 1,100 receiving yards. That's why we have the March oh. to 1,100. How is he oh, doing? Is I tell where, you where's what, the projection? My boy, number 10 out of Clemson. Doing pretty well. 80 yards. We need to get him on the show. We need to get him on the show. I don't know how he's not on the show. We need to get him on the show. 80 yards. Now he's uh, on a a projected pace for 1222. What do you mean no? What do you mean no? Defensive coordinators within the sound of my voice, (laughs) stop DeAndre Hopkins. We want to see you in here. I'm sorry. I'm rooting again. I. I want to see it. No, you don't. I do. What kind of sicko are you? No, you to see see me? Get your gastrocnemius. I know. I know. We've only known each other for a few months, but yes, <laughs> that's, that's that's what it'll he's all become do. clear as we know each other but for a long I've time. I've been doing calf raises. Can yeah, you say, buddy. Yeah. No. James, can you say yes, gastrocnemius? No. Can you say soleus? <laughs> soleus. You're gonna have to work all of that in. Gastrocnemius. Who are you, Gorilla Monsoon? All of a sudden, for the calf muscles. Throwing out all these medical terms. Oh man, I'm telling you, solar plexus. They're all in unbelievable. I was, I was like four years old. Adam Rank. I'm James Cole. We are out of here. Tuesday, we're going to help you figure out the players to trade for before time runs out. NFL Fantasy Live returns at 4 p.m. Eastern on NFL Now, 5 p.m. Eastern on NFL Network. We will see you then. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. You can rent a car, a house, even that little black party dress. So why not rent the stuff you need for your home too? The place to do it is errands. Choose from thousands of new products from the brands you love. Online or in store. Pick a payment plan that fits your budget and pay a little at a time until it's yours forever. But if life changes, you can return it anytime or even upgrade it with something new. Rent what you need. It's better at errands. Approval not guaranteed. Restrictions apply. See store for details. All-inclusive vacations make life easy with endless eats, bottomless drinks, and never-ending fun. So booking an all-inclusive vacation should be easy too, right? That's where Apple Vacations comes in. Book your all-inclusive getaway with Apple Vacations and receive exclusive perks at select resorts. You'll find the best deals at Ryu Hotels and Resorts in Mexico, the Caribbean, and Central America, and enjoy a selection of exclusive nonstop vacation flights. 
Turn on easy mode at applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started. Visit applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started.